What makes the good life the good life? This podcast is on a mission to find out. So join us as we explore the Heartland's best and most honest voices. Venture to all four corners of York County, because when it comes to quality of life, it's all about keeping it local. Brought to you by the York County Development Corporation, this is 17 County. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review our podcast, 17 County Podcast. Uh, doing so helps grow our podcast, and we appreciate uh, the help from our listeners and, and growing our growing our podcast. We'd like to take the time to thank our members. Uh, without these great members, we wouldn't be able to do what we do down here, down here at YCDC. Uh, so members such as AgriProducts, uh, York General, Henderson State Bank, uh, Community Title Company, York Cold Storage, Midwest Bank, uh, a few of our great members that help us do what we do down here at YCDC. So members can be found on our directory page. Uh, so that's yorkdevco.com. That's yorkdevco.com. So we'll get into our interview. Today I'm joined by a Southeast Nebraska native uh, who found their way to York County. This person is currently in their first administration role uh, with McCool Junction Public Schools. He comes from us from a family of educators. And so we're certainly lucky to have someone with their passion. So I welcome Cody Wallinger to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate being here. Excited. Got the name right, right? You did. Yeah. Perfect. Very yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Not the, I mean, I'm sure you've gotten some interesting pronunciations over the Gerger, years. Gerger. Yeah. Wollinger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably more accurate to say Ger, but <laughs> it's always been Ger. And so, yeah, whatever you say, I'll respond. <laughs> cool. So this uh, first little fun segment is called uh, This or That. We're going to run through a list of kind of things. Uh Kind of opposites, and you can kind of uh, you know, make it make it choose on one choice on one of these. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I think the most. So, uh, first one is uh, Duke UNC with the March Madness going on. Yeah, I'm a I'm a UNC guy. So. UNC guy. So yeah. you've been pretty pretty been excited for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, with Coach K being going out, I this can be I an don't exciting even know how to feel, but yeah, he'll be that's awesome. First time ever, I think, and. Turning history, they made up in the final four. So, I mean, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Uh, grilled chicken or fried chicken? Fried. Fried chicken. Pretty much anything fried, I think, <laughs> would take the, the cake for me. Yeah. Is, is the choice. So, big uh, uh, state fair, you know, fried whatever, fried yeah. Oreo, give me yep. give me that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, sunrise or sunset? Uh, I'm a morning guy, so we'll go sunrise. Yep. Uh, okay, morning toast or eggs? Eggs. Eggs? We'll go eggs. Eggs. A lot of okay. ways to... Uh, cardio or weights? Weights. Weights. Yeah. I got a wife that that runs, and that's not that's not me. So so there's the balance. There's there's a balance. There, um, you take care of the cardio yeah, for the family. She runs, and I prefer the the lifting. I suppose. Podcast or music? Music. Music. Well, okay. I'm a singer. I like okay. Jam out in the car. So is there a certain genre or like a you segment, know, I, like a time period that you I enjoy? Don't know. I feel like. I can pretty much listen to anything. I like country because I know a lot of country, so that allows me to sing. But I don't know. I just, I think whatever's playing, I'll find it, a way to. Fan of everything. That's good. Okay, so music, radio, or Spotify then? Uh, radio. Radio. Whatever's, yeah. you know, whatever station you can Do find. Do people even answer radio anymore? Yeah. I got my go-tos, so they're pretty I mean, set. Uh, you fall into a demographic, I would say, that probably wouldn't uh, pick, uh, pick radio yeah, very often. This, this age range anyway, but... <laughs> Cake or pie? That is a tough one. That, because I'm pretty much anything with sugar, I think, probably pie. And is there a type of pie? Um, Lemon. Lemon pie? Yeah, okay. that's, that was a 
That was my dad's favorite. He passed that down to me. So, lemon guy. Is that something that was in the household, I guess, for birthdays and stuff like that? Yeah, he was always insistent on the fact that dessert went with every meal. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, for for good or for bad, I kind of inherited that. So, I think that's a good rule to live by. Yeah, I don't. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Life's too short to not have dessert, right? Yep. Uh, Muscle car or supercar? See, I am so ignorant. On the car front, that I'm not even sure I could tell you <laughs> what the difference. Where to define what, 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 what is a supercar? I like guess that would be like, like a Ferrari. Like back to you? No? Yeah, okay. yeah, something that's a uh, <laughs> something probably, of European. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go that. We'll okay. go that route. Yeah, probably you know like flashier looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Much like it's more aerodynamic. Yeah, I'm a little bit more about the the looks. Look good, feel good, play good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sanders there. Uh. Junction Burger or Junction Philly? Being down here in McCool, Junction. Oh, man. I'm a burger guy. Okay. Yeah, the burger, probably. But you can't go wrong with either one. No, either one. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I take it you're kind of a sports person. I Yeah, yeah I enjoy that. Uh, so Stephen A. Smith or Skip Bayless? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Pick your poison. <laughs> probably... Probably Stephen A. Smith. I I value and appreciate his vocabulary. Okay, yeah, Skip yeah. is just, he's just too much for me sometimes. But honestly, I don't know. I don't think I've listened to either one of those guys for quite a while. The way their brains, reason. yeah, the way their brains think and they can make up these incredible takes that like <laughs> yeah. just get everyone on every side fired up. Yeah, is... for, see... I'm a big Tebow guy, and forever that was Skip's guy. So I I gravitated towards Skip. If you would ask this ten years ago, I was probably Skip guy, but now it's just it's I don't know too much. I think it's so. become too much we'll of his character. In, yeah. yeah, I guess. Um, accuracy or speed? You know, I value accuracy a lot more, but I find myself in the speed boat maybe more than I'd like. Um, I think there's pros to each one, uh, though I'm gonna I'm gonna classify accuracy as a little bit higher for me. Okay. Yeah. So you you find yourself at the kitchen sink, wash getting ready to wash your hands. You go for the dish soap, or do you have hand soap there? We got we got the pump hand soap. Yeah. Right, and then uh, Chinese food or Indian food? Uh, Chinese. Chinese. Yeah, mm-hmm. solid stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So we'll jump into our interview. Let's do it. Uh, tell me a little bit about growing up in southeast Nebraska. What was that like? I think it's a lot like most places in Nebraska, to be honest. Um, it was small. Mm-hmm. You know, Beatrice wasn't super big. And then we moved down to Odell. And I was in seventh grade. Um, very similar to McCool right now, class sizes and community-wise, strong, uh, good people, solid the earth people. Um, you did everything that I feel like was a staple of of small town USA. I think it's what kind of keeps communities alive, keeps schools alive when you have that uh, kind of that aversion to specializing that notion that it was almost, you know, if you didn't do something, you were, you were strange or different. Like, why would you not do band? Why Why are you not out for something? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why would you not, I don't know, be in the play, Mm -hmm. you know, why would you not be on the football team? Then you run out 70 guys, you know, in an eight man football program and you're sitting there going, this is wild. Like it just, it's, that was kind of the idea. Um, and that's, I think that's probably one of the, the biggest things I took from my childhood and growing up in, in small town, uh, 
USA, Southeast Nebraska was just get involved and have fun. And, and, you know, when one thing's over, let's look forward to the next thing. You know, if football's done, then it's basketball. And if basketball's done, then it's track. And when track's done, it's baseball. And you, it's over and over. And it's probably a, a good start. There. For these people that, you know, like want to do the same sport year round or whatever, you know, yeah. like, you're never out of season if you're constantly moving into the next you know, you season, you know, yeah, baseball, football, basketball, track, wrestling, yeah. you name it. Well, and volleyball, think, girls too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, I mean, you know, I think that the notion of a, of a small town where you also don't have the luxury of, you know, a thousand kids to choose from. Um, I think that sometimes, you can't specialize uh, coming from Lincoln and like that pious atmosphere where, you know, I do, I, I understand in a sense, um, if you want to be the best of the best, you've got to devote mm-hmm. you know, time. And the sad part though, is it forces kids to pick and, and make choices. Mm-hmm. And I think they just miss out on, on so much by kind of narrowing their vision a little bit. So were you like in the play? Were you in like I, one I was, act? Yeah, like I'm what a, kind of what kind of things? I yeah. was to yeah. some extent. I mean, you know, high school plays weren't mm-hmm. <laughs> at least when I was in school, and and it wasn't anything like to write home about. But right. we we did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not. I you know probably shouldn't. But going on the record, I was not the best student. <laughs> um, and looking back now, I always say God has a terrific sense of humor that he throws me an education, but. Um, you know, it was a thing when we were in school to, uh, to not necessarily know all your lines and to bring improv in sometimes when the lights go up. And so I had a buddy, him and I, you know, we ended up winning co, uh, best actors. There was a lot of improv that night that we, we made <laughs> the night you want. I mean, it was just fun. It was, there's an adrenaline rush. I think that goes with that. And then, you know, just, it's crazy after, after college and living back around that Beatrice area, me and the same buddy, we ended up getting into uh, community players in Beatrice. And I did two two plays there, Beauty and the Beast and then Thoroughly Modern Millie. Uh, so that was, I mean, oh, it was really? fun. I enjoyed that. I, mm-hmm. I Those are good people, um, those those theater people. And um, <clears throat> yeah, it was a lot of fun. And so growing up in Dillard, I guess graduating from Dillard, did you kind of always know? you know, your next step of going, you know, you know, off to college or, you know, or, you uh, know that's a good question. Was there any other, you know, possibilities like was like the military mm-hmm. an option or yeah. I guess where, where did you lie? You know, and he's an 18 year old. Oh man, I was lost. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Even the, looking back, I couldn't even tell you if there was an option outside of college. You know, I knew military is a thing. My dad was in the army and, um, but if I'm being honest, that probably scared me at the time. Like, why would I, you know, I, I knew I liked sports and I knew I wanted to try to find something at the next level. Um, but not super serious at the time either. And, and, um, I remember, you know, Peru state came along and said, we'd like you to play ball here and here's a scholarship. And, and I always tell everybody that, you know, that's, that is what it is. You know, it's not like you're running out there at the university of Nebraska or anything, but it allowed me to do what I love for another four more years. Mm -hmm. And they paid for my school in the meantime, um, but as far as, you know, what am I going to do when this time's up? Jeez. I mean, 175 credit hours later, I finally, I left five and a half years and I didn't know. And I didn't know until, you know, for certain until after my senior year of football, um, I had, I had finished my last game that fall as a business major, 
you know, thinking I want to go into like sports management and work for a professional NFL team and mm-hmm. <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of just mm-hmm. avoiding reality. Um, I didn't know what that looked like. That was unfamiliar to me because, again, both my parents are teachers. So that was what I gravitated towards. You know, that was the that was the safe road. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think once rubber started to meet the road there, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm about five months from graduating. I don't even know if this, like what to do with, you know, and uh, found myself jumping back into education and and. I'm glad I did. You know, I remember making that phone call to my dad. It was a December morning, um, and I pick up the phone and I said, "Hey, Dad, I think I got another year and a half still." <laughs> and I, I softened the blow. You know, I said, "I want to be like you," and I think he appreciated hearing that. that. Um, but it was true. You know, he was mm-hmm. a teacher, he was a coach, um, and I just finally realized, you know, like that is what I want to do, um, and so. I finally figured it out. College allowed me to do that, but uh, yeah, I did not know at 18 years old for sure. And so, finished up and graduated. You just were in Beatrice for a little bit, teaching high school. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, because I extended that that my college tour, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I could finish up online. And so I I moved back home, um, and I was living in Odell with my dad there for a while, but I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta use what I, you know, what I have. I had my, I was able to sub and, and I had my coaching endorsement already. So kind of picked that up at Beatrice and was coaching there. And so you're subbing. like volunteer coaching and subbing, and well, stuff assistant, like, or I guess assistant yeah, coaching, yeah. they're kind of paying you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and doing that and enjoying it. And for, you know, helped out with football and for two years, and then I had basketball for a little bit and girls soccer, you know, one year as the head. Um, and it was awesome. Had everything lined up. They had a contract for me to jump in and be a teacher and a coach and, and, uh, ended up going another route there. But yeah, that was, that was what I thought was going to happen. So your original influence into, you know, came from your parents, I guess. What about, you know, you know, seeing your parent, I guess, you know, what about seeing your parents being teachers kind of made you kind of, you know, gravitate towards that oh man that's a there's so much there you know it's it's i think it's one of the most rewarding professions there are like the the easy cliche like joke is the pay you know what i mean like and and everybody makes it and and that's fair um and i feel like a lot of times educators are real quick to say find something else to do, you know, don't get stuck here. But, but I don't know, I don't believe that they believe that, you know, um, it's not for everybody. There's a lot of truth to that, but just seeing mom and dad, you know, go to work every day, um, and come home exhausted and tired to some extent, but there was fulfillment. And, and as I got older and I'm able to appreciate things a lot more seeing interactions between their former students and them uh, just blew me away. You know, it's, I think we kind of, a lot of us have that, I don't know what you want to call it, that superhero complex or whatever it is where you want to make a difference. Like you want to do something memorable and, and be remembered and, and you know, make something of your time here. And education does that. And I was seeing that and uh, that inspired me, you know. That coupled with, you know, I knew I wanted to coach and be involved in sports and it just felt like, why not? Why not do this? So. And so you, you found yourself teaching for a little bit there, it seems like. And then you, f- you know, 
life took you a different different way it seems like or you know uh talk to me a little bit about you know that next you know step along your journey okay so um like i said i was at beatrice um and i was doing everything i loved and i was coaching and i had a contract lined up to teach and and um made you know i mean probably would be the hardest decision i think i had made in my life up to that point uh to leave that all behind um there's a lot of factors that go into why I was feeling the way that I was and, and believing the things that I, I was at the time, um, but felt a really strong calling to go to the seminary. So developed a really good relationship with the, the Catholic priest and Beatrice, Father Major, um, and we talked all the time, and I just found myself uh, gravitating to what he was saying and, and uh you know, just genuinely enjoying it, falling in love with, with scripture and, and everything that that entailed. Um, and he just looked at me and he said, maybe you need to explore that, you know? And, um, you know, at the time I'm this, <laughs> oh man, 21 year old kid. I got the faux hawk going on. I got earrings in both ears and, and <laughs> I got this beard going, you know, and he's just like, you have to get rid of that stuff. And, <laughs> but I was so, I was really ignorant in my faith, um, and I just felt like, and maybe it was the history buff in me, you know, that's my major, and that that was part of the reason I was gravitating towards something so old and beautiful, and whatever it was, I said, you know what, maybe you're right, and I I walked into Neil Randall's office there at Beatrice, I turned in my keys to the school, and I said, I'm I'm going to have to not take this this contract, this offer, and I went to, to Seward, to the seminary, and that's where I spent about the next three years. Um, got my, de, my degree in philosophy and then went to Emmitsburg, Maryland, and studied theology for a semester. It was, uh, it was awesome. And I, I, I don't know, you, you kind of start to sit back and reminisce as you get older about who was writing your story. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, never in a million years would I have thought that'd be the next chapter, um, but it's so worth it. And, and everything that's happened to date is because of what happened, you know, at that time, I believe that. And so, you know, three years in, I, I was at peace with the idea that no, God was not calling me to be a priest. He was calling me to be a husband and I loved it. And I was so thankful, you know, um, for, for many reasons. Um, but I felt peace with the idea that I, I knew that now, you know, like I knew it. I didn't mm-hmm. guess at it. I knew it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I jumped out of that, got back into education as fast as I could, and started teaching in Lincoln. So tell me a little bit about, you know, those three years, you know, at seminary. I mean, I've had friends go to seminary school, I guess, yeah. but I don't really know. Like, you yeah. know, do you go class like, you know, eight to how does that yeah. kind of work? I mean, it's it's like a college. Kind of, yeah. um, you know, if you if you enter without your college degree, which three-fourths of the guys do, then mm-hmm. you go through your, your credits and you go to class eight to whenever. Um if you go in with your college degree like I did, then you just study philosophy. So it's a two-year program, and um, but again, it's class. You know, they have times and whatnot. It's you know, credited school, and um, there's a lot of praying. You know, there's a lot of devotion time and chapel time, and, and it's on-campus living then, or how does that yeah. you know all yeah, like yeah. through like federal like you know yeah scholarships and stuff like that. There's yeah. no scholarships, but in our what we call diocese of Lincoln, mm-hmm. um, they paid for it at the time. There was funds available. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, through donations, like mm-hmm. from parishioners, mm-hmm. which make, makes this diocese that we live in very unique. And 
because throughout the rest of the world, the person pays for it. You mm-hmm. know, you foot the bill for that, but they never wanted that to be a deterrent for somebody to give up life. To, right. A financial, yeah. Right. Get rid of that barrier. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, day to day life, it, it was, and you know, you ask this question now, like I had no idea either. I mean, mm-hmm. I went in like, what in the world, you know, am I in Hogwarts? That pulled yeah, up to right, this yeah. huge building and, you know, bells chiming and, um, you know, is this just going to be like lame? Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, you know, normal guy, like, what am I doing? What is, like, is what's this going game? on here? Yeah. Um, is it going to be boring? Is, and it's just, it's not, it's, it's just life. You know, mm-hmm. you go in, you, you study, you study a lot of things. Um, a lot of conversation. Like I imagine there's a lot of like, I don't want to call it debate, but I guess like conversation about, you know, scripture yeah. and things like that. Yeah. I know we, you know, you study a lot of people that were for the faith and a lot of people that were against it, you mm-hmm. know, because we'd say ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. And so mm-hmm. you want to be able to defend and, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, you, you just immerse yourself, um, with the church and philosophical arguments and discussions and, and, but I don't know, in the same, same breath, like, you got to be real too if you're going to be a priest. Like, yeah, be able to connect to everybody. So we did everything that everybody else does. We played sports and watched movies and hung out with friends. And you know, it's we're we're real. It's regular life, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You just you know you wear the cassock and the clerics and (laughs) and uh, yeah, you can't date. So that's pretty. So what was I guess your kind of aha like light bulb? You mentioned you know uh, you know being a husband, a father, you know things that you know. How did you you know when did you arrive at that? How did that kind of come about? You know, there's there's not too many people that enter the seminary that that do so with uh, that aren't attracted to the married life. That that's would be abnormal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And so that was always there for me. You know, like I, I. I always wanted to, you know, wife and kids and, um, but I mean, when you go through it for so long and hopefully, you know, you pray about it and you, you give it its due diligence at, at some point, um, I don't know if it clicks or whatnot, but you make a decision, you feel good about the decision and you say, you know what, like there's still that barrier or, you know, it's, there's not as much peace as I would like there to be after this amount of time. And, and believe and trust that that's probably you know somebody letting you know that and Mm -hmm. and you make a decision and you don't look back and and that's kind of what happened you know there just there wasn't that piece that i would have wanted and and so um made the choice and came back to nebraska and jumped into education and so after seward you found yourself uh teaching in lincoln yeah so I went to Emmitsburg, Emmitsburg first, sorry. Master, came back, and you're right, yeah, jumped into uh, to teaching back in Lincoln at St. Joe's for the last six years. I guess to kind of rewind a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned football in Peru State. You know, talk about your passion for football. I guess how did, you know, share a little bit about, um, you know, that how it you know, came to be. Because, sure. I mean, if you want to play four years of football, you got to kind of really like it. Yeah, I, I – uh, yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, that's my sport. Um, I, I just, it doesn't mean I'm good or great at it. I just, I always appreciate that and liked it. It was, it wasn't always easy. Um, I remember there was, there was a time where one in particular, where I, I called up my parents and I said, I just want to be done. Um, you know, for whatever reason, the stress or, or, um, just internal squabbles within a program or, you know what I mean? Like that stuff happens everywhere. And, mm-hmm. and my dad saying like, no, you don't, 
you know, um, and me trusting that he had my best intentions. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to quit anything. I knew that. Um, and I'm very thankful, uh, to stick that out, to, to have that kind of be a part of who I am now. Um, it's not easy, but I think it's worth it. And, and I'll tell you right now, you know, the reality that you can no longer put those pads on and strap that helmet up. I'm glad I got everything out of it. I could, you know, that's, people will tell you that your whole life, you're going to miss it when it's gone. You're going to miss it when it's gone. And, and we don't appreciate that until it's gone, unfortunately. And, uh, so it was awesome. You know, I felt like we did uh, a good job at that time to help turn the program around a little bit. They were not great before we got there. You know, they had, I think a year or a couple of years of either one win or none, you know, and they, but when we left, we were a consistent 500 program and that that's a big step, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so we felt good about that. We felt proud about it. Um, and so it was fun. It was awesome. Yeah. Loved everything about it. So you say we, I mean, was there a coach that you look back to or was there, you know, a group of players that, you know, really just, you know, shifted the mindset of like, you know, what it means to come to work and, you know, yeah. be a Peru State football player? Yeah, I think, I just think the class I entered with and some of those guys, you know, um, a year younger, a couple years younger, for whatever reason, you know, we just embraced that notion that we probably were never going to win any championships, but we were here to adjust, you know, we're here to get back on track and it's hard work changing the culture. You know, it, it is, it, you have to lay a foundation. I think that's just what we did. Like none of us went on to, you know, to play in the NFL or anything like that. Like we're all just regular guys now mm-hmm. um, who probably all just wanted to play what we love for four more years, but I don't know. It ball bounced right when we were there a few times and caught some breaks and, it, it's a we thing, though, for sure. It always will be, you know. Um, nobody's ever bigger than the program, and and we look back, and whether you played the whole game or, or you just helped out with practice squad, you know, it was us. Mm-hmm. That was kind of what we embraced and we loved about it. And, and Peru, uh, much like Southeast Nebraska communities, McCool community, it's small. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's family. It's us, you know. That's um, what a lot of those NAI programs give you. And so... Yeah, it was us. And, and looking back, I think we're all proud of what we did, you know, which is nice. The camaraderie of a football team is, yeah, certainly something that's like, you know, unparalleled because, I mean, once you get in the locker room, I mean, you get so many people from so many different walks of life, backgrounds, Absolutely. and yeah. so many just different, you know, personalities and people. And, but yet, you know, all those people have to get along. I mm-hmm. mean, because you have that common mission and things like that. And so it's, it's crazy to have that many people with so many different backgrounds, but yet can come together and work for a common mission. So it just, yeah, to me, it gives me hope, you know, for us in the, the grander scales of life. Sure. You know, if we could be a little bit more like sure. football and yeah, work together towards that common goal. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, there's a, a trying to think, you know, you, that analogy of, you know, a body and all the, the different limbs that go into making it. Cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, you got your, your toes, which don't get a lot of recognition, but if you were absent of those, you wouldn't be whole. You know what I mean? And they serve a purpose. And mm-hmm. that's that's what I think most team sports are. Mm-hmm. Um, you're there for a reason. And, and so you have to embrace it. You have to embrace your job. You do it. And so you had a little bit of opportunity uh, when you got back to um, 
back in Lincoln to do a little bit more, you know, teaching a, mm-hmm. you know, coaching a sport. That was, uh, that's, man, that's kind of a crazy time when you leave the seminary after three years and, and you jump back into the real world and <laughs> there is a safety net that's been removed when you leave a place that, that is promising you protection and, and security. And, and now you're, you jump back in and, and it was intimidating, like trying to get back into the educational field and, and thank God, you know, like I was able to get a job at a Catholic school. Like I felt like it was a smooth transition. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a history guy already. I had my degree. So when a, a social studies job opens up at St. Joe's um, in Lincoln, I mean, it just, I couldn't have scripted that any better. St. Joe is six Saint, through eight. St. Joe's was a, it's a K through eight. K through eight. So there's, you know, there's one Catholic high school in Lincoln, Pius, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you have these, a number of these elementary schools there. Yeah. Okay. This, like kick their kids into there. And so that was one of them. Um, and it was awesome. You know, I trying to think maybe half a mile from Pius and instantly, you know, one of my, my first calls after that was trying to find a way to, to coach over there, football and basketball and girls soccer again. And so, yeah, I was very content um, with that, that life. And so this was your first like full job, full-time yeah. job. Yep. And you're about what? 20, 27 at this time. Um, you know, probably, yeah, 24, 25. 25. Um, yeah, somewhere around there, 24, 25-ish. So what did you enjoy, I guess, about, you know, being at St. Joe, you know, getting to coach? At, and you got to coach at Pius? Yeah. Like, so I just, what did you kind I of just enjoyed, I mean, regardless of what the, the name of the school was, you know, and public or, or parochial, didn't matter. Like, teaching is teaching. Teaching was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, that full circle idea of coming back to what, you know, you saw with mom and dad when they were there and the impact. And that's the type of stuff that, um, you know, where I was getting the pail continuously kind of filled up for me was just the relationships that you establish. Um, but, yeah, having that ability to, you know, three three thirty hits and you get in the car and you drive over. And now you get to go, you know, play football mm-hmm. or about, you know, and have that um, added bonus and kind of. Um, hanging out and, and communicating and whatnot with now your older kids, your high school kids. And, um, yeah, that was enjoyable. And so Lincoln, you spent six years right yep. there in Lincoln. Yep. And then you got an offer to go to York for, or no, you got an offer to come here to McCool. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, talk to me a little bit sure. about, yeah. you know, your relations, you know, maybe in this area or how you, you know, yeah. uh, got in connection with, uh, well, with I mean, this area. Over the course of those that six years, um, a lot a lot happened. Um, there was, you know, reached a point where, for whatever reason, I was being drawn to an administrative role, and I'm sitting here going, "What? Why?" You know, like never in a million years would I have wanted to be a principal or one day a superintendent, but I just found like maybe I would, and so I, um, you know, started that program through Wayne. Um, and it just felt like it was falling into place as it happened. You know, a semester after starting that, um, get offered the athletic director job at St. Joe's. And so, I'm, you know what? Yeah, like that's that kind of falls under that umbrella. And so here, you you know, you have me studying 
to be an administrator and performing some administrative duties, you know, as an, as an AD and then doing a year of that. And then the next year, um, the Catholic youth sports league director position opened up and the guy that, that was doing that, him reaching out and saying, Hey Cody, like I've seen you, you know, you've been AD for a year and I've loved what you're doing and you're doing great. I think you should apply for this. And so I said, okay, you know, again, never, never would have thought I'd do that. I really wanted to, but trusted that, um, there was a reason it was being presented. And so I said, okay, I'll, I'll give that a shot. And so, you know, now you have me finishing up my administrative, uh, endorsement while being a, uh, league director for, you know, 12, 13 schools in that area wearing a million hats at a time. Like, I just felt like those were good opportunities for me to be able to learn and, and multitask and, and just get my feet wet, you know, and, and things outside of the classroom. Um, and so with all that going on, finally finishing my master's and saying, now I want to put it to use. So when you start the job search, I guess, you know, cause we're not from here and we don't have family around here. And, and, um, so it was a jump on teachingnebraska.com thing and, and who's, you know, who's looking, who's looking. Next thing you know, giving you a call saying I'd like to bring you in. And it's kind of, it's kind of how that went, went about. And so, um, you worked your way up through the ranks. It sounds like, yeah, uh, that's, that's a good way to put it probably. Yeah. You know, doing, you know, different kinds of things like that. And so what was kind of your appeal about, you know, did you want to, I don't want to say get away from a larger school district, but did you want to get back to something yeah. that you were maybe more familiar yeah. with? I did. Um, absolutely. I, I mean, this is, it's no knock against Lincoln, um, or big places in general. Mm-hmm. That's such a relative term. Right. <laughs> um, but For most of our listeners, Lincoln is big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know, by that time we already, my wife and I, we had a son, you know, he's a couple years old. Um, I just, I just couldn't envision a world where I one day sent Rocco off to LPS. I just couldn't like, um, it wasn't anything I was familiar with. And, and what I did know, I didn't like, um, for probably a million reasons and whether good or bad, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I just, I wasn't at peace with that thought ever happening. Mm-hmm. And I knew, you know, at some point I want to get him in a place like uh, maybe I was familiar with because I knew all the opportunities that were present. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were looking and, and I think our our vision was kind of scaled to smaller community places um, where everybody knows everybody. Um, you know, you just saw the earth people type of thing small, small classroom, uh, teacher student ratio, that type of thing. And so, uh, the, the attraction for us with McCool is it had everything we wanted, you know, like it, it did. And, and it's really only, you know, 40 minutes from Lincoln, which is where my wife is from and her family. So that was nice. You know, we're not getting in the car and going eight hours away. So we see him a lot. Um, but a big belief in this idea that for my children, I want them to be able to experience what I, what I know is good and true in a place like McCool, you know, a small town community. Certainly. Yeah. And I mean, 
Well, cool. The more the more that I've gotten into this job, you know, I grew up in York. I was one of those York, you know, hoodlums that would come down here to McCool and hang out every now and again. And, you know, I just thought this was, you know, your boring small town and there was nothing going yeah. on. And yeah. The more I've gotten to this role, yeah. I mean, this is such an awesome community that loves its, like, school. And oh, yeah. And has such a passion for its school. And yeah. as a professional, you know, that's something that I've grown to appreciate about this community. Absolutely. It's, it's the heartbeat. It's yeah. It's the heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I... Just to touch on that, I'm okay with being bored, and I'm okay with kids being bored. You know what I mean? Because you're not wrong. Because <laughs> I remember, I you know, I even I have these vivid memories growing up in Odell, Nebraska, being bored, and looking back now and being like, I'm glad I was bored. You know, like there's this this beauty with like being content mm-hmm. with what what is in front of you. Um, and my God, if that if that is not true now, I don't know what is true. This fast paced always have to be you know, given something, slow down, just mm-hmm. slow down. You know, the first week living here, I remember taking our dog for a walk on the road with my three-year-old kid thinking like, here we go. We're you just, know, like, this is it. This mm-hmm. is, this is good. Um, and so, uh, yeah, well, I don't know. This is kind of how we think. And, and so we're good right now. So you, you you mentioned a little bit about you know you enjoy you know I don't want to say you enjoy being bored but you know you <laughs> you you enjoy the slower pace of thing but what are some other things you maybe you know kind of have you know your mm-hmm. hobbies interests yeah. that kind of keep you you know entertained you know um, down here oh man I don't that's a tough question that's a harder question than people think <laughs> like you know I feel like it's very generic what do you go to your hobbies or but like when you stop and think just because life as it just it's busy you know it's mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. And I don't do a good enough job of reserving time for myself. But things I enjoy, as as common as it might be, is family. Um, and we we get to Lincoln quite a bit to see my wife's. Um, just that time, you know, watching TV or games, you know, sporting events or going to movies. Or I loved coaching when that was a reality. And hopefully one day that will be again. I'm a fantasy football guy. Like that's whether my wife likes that or not about me. Like that's, that's probably something if I'm being honest, that um, does allow me to escape reality um, more than anything else. And, and just kind of kind of like brain candy, you know? (laughs) And so I don't know, you know, when I was younger, I used to collect sports memorabilia like crazy. And Mm -hmm. I, I always tell myself like, I need to get back into that. And I know I will when my kids get older, <laughs> and I'll just live vicariously through them. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Your your hobby is our hobby now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, like I think there's a lot of, like that's true. Like, and that's what will happen. You know, as my kids get older, mm-hmm. um, just investing myself in them. And, you know, whether it's this event or that event, or or let's go over your spelling words, or you know, let's play video games, or let's read this book, or let me tell you about these movies that I love, or like that's what I'm looking forward to. I think that's that's a beauty of a family, um, and introducing them to things and having them introduce me to things. You know, um, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, as that happens down the road, I'll have better answers to the question we do. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I was introduced to Pokemon, and now I'm, I don't know. Like now I'm, I'm a savage Pokemon like. Go fan. Yeah, 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 but I'm gonna be. I'm telling you now, 
I am going to be their biggest fan. You know, whatever it is. Okay, you know, it's the theater. Let's do it. Yep, yep. Let's go to everyone who can't. You know, like, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I'm ready, to, whatever can't. Yeah, whatever play. Yeah, yeah, for definitely. sure. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, right on. So we mentioned, um, you know, the community and everything like that. Let's, you know, we just had a, you know, fun event down here in McCool, mm-hmm. Evening with the Stars. You know, touch on a little bit about, you know, that fundraiser and what kind of... Um, you know, what kind of means to the community and how it's kind of, uh, yeah. you know, how it kind of brings everyone. Sure. That's know, big and, time. Um, and being my first year, like I, um, there's probably even a little bit of, I don't know what the right word would be guilt, even attached with trying to take any sort of credit at all. Cause that's was so far removed. Um, I was from that, but the people that put it on and that committee, uh, that's a godsend. You know, you look around what we have in the facilities and, um, you know, it's an event for the community, and my understanding is, you know, the last couple of years, the uh, the profits have really kicked back to the school specifically, whether it's for a learning center or maybe to help with the track or the building we're in right now, you know, the new offices. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what it's necessarily uh, reserved for. You know, it's a community thing. And so uh, whatever the proceeds this year will bring in, um, you know, the idea of like a, a splash park, you know, for the town, like... Um, that that could be a reality, you know. Um, but there's nothing like that. Like you're not gonna go to any any place that that I've ever heard of or I'm familiar with where they do something like that and get the turnout like they do year after year. Um, tens of thousands of dollars out of the pockets of the community for the school, mm-hmm. and you're sitting there, you know. Lily, my wife, and I, you know, this is the second year we went because we were invited last year mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. I got the job. And we're looking through, you know, the auction stuff. Like, yeah, well, we could, we could put a little money like something down. Yeah. And they get to it, and you're sitting here going, whoa, 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 whoa. that's so far Removed. from the actual price of what that. And you just have people just with joy doing it. Loving knowing doing that. It. Like, well, yeah, it's a donation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, until you see it, um, you just won't appreciate it. But I'm telling you right now, McCool is a very special place, if not for that alone. Mm-hmm. Um, that event and, and the pride that these people have in their community and the reality that it will not die, not while I'm here. It will not. Um, so, yeah, it was awesome. It was well done. Very well done. Yeah, that certainly is a awesome event. And I, you know, I would, like you said, I would put it across the state, you know, against any other, oh yeah, any other booster club yeah. foundation. Yeah, you know, um, see if you can come and do anything better than this. Because yeah, I think for a D one C two whatever, yeah, yeah school. Yeah. I mean, it's rocking down here. So that that's pretty awesome. Yes. All right, so we'll jump into our rapid-fire questions here to kind of uh, round out our interview. Uh, just some kind of fun little questions uh, to kind of finish everything up. First one up here is a favorite smell. Uh, you got a favorite smell? Uh, you know, oh, kinda, man. Uh, comes to mind. I feel like I have, I have the, like, a memory attached to so many smells, and I, I have a wax melt <laughs> two feet from me where I alter that scent every day. It's changing. And... and I don't know. I, you know what? If I had to pick one, fresh cut grass mm-hmm. just takes me back to being a kid, and I love it. And every time I smell it, especially when it comes from my yard, I just feel good, like I've done something. <laughs> like, 
Like, and I'm in a good place. And if, if there's whatever else is burning down around me, the, the yard is taken care of. Something's been accomplished. I like it. I like that smell. Yeah. A favorite season, favorite time of the year for you? Um, I'm a I'm a fall guy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's uh, the excitement of school. You got football coming about. You finally escape that you know hundred and whatever degree summer. You're you're getting into the cooler. Yeah, I'm a fall guy for sure. I'm gonna need to get some statistics for my listeners, but like fall is like. Is it hot? Oh, just so far ahead of everyone else. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, the bringing country. summer in a close second and yeah. then winter I'm just, not, you know, trailing. You, yeah. You get somebody saying winter, you got, you might have a psychopath. Oh, I, I question anyone, you know, I'm that not, enjoys winter around, around yeah. here, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're from Colorado or something, maybe. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Uh, what's your favorite way to spend a day off? You know, whether all of your lonesome or with, you know, your family, um, um, you know, either or, you know, yeah, I feel like I used to be a, a pretty big, like, uh, introvert and I probably like, just, let me just relax on my own, but having kids and a wife now, like I genuinely, I just, I like to be around them. Um, whatever it is, you know, it'll be gone one day. So I, and I don't know, I can't, I wish I didn't think that way. Cause I think it would allow me to enjoy my solo time a little bit more, but I just like, I just like being with them. Mm-hmm. So whatever we do. And I think, you know, for around family, that's all the better. Uh, a favorite uh, restaurant here in York County, a place. Oh, you... Carrie's. <laughs> this is a, a plug for Carrie's. No, I mean, that's, yeah, that's that hands down. That is good food there. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but we're going to have a, another, you know, down here in McCool, that Junction pizza, yeah, Junction pizza is going to be yeah, you know, great. To... We've, we've been there. It's, it, How is it? Can I haven't been. Own. Yeah, it's solid. Good for yeah. sure. Uh, yep, I would. Is it wood baked or oven or is it like a gas oven? See, that's is it... a good question. Good question and for if that. I was a little bit more <laughs> into the cooking realm. I could tell you those. I do not know. I just know it's good. It's good. We got it. I ate it. Um, there were no leftovers. So yeah, that's solid. Yeah, I need to get down there. For sure. Uh, a favorite memory here in York County? I know you've only been here mm-hmm. a short year. You know, yeah. sometimes this question for you know, the lifelong Yorkers, you know, is a little bit more stumping. But, yeah. you know, what's something, you know, maybe Man. in the last year that kind of, you know, sticks out to you as a favorite memory? Probably just when we moved here. You know, I feel like that was a, the closing of a book for us is um, with our life story. You know, one chapter was done. Uh, my wife has been a Lincoln Knight her whole life, you know, it's an elementary, high school, UNL. And so this was a big thing for us. Um, when we did that, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of memories that go into moving uh, beyond just the date you walk through the house, you know, but everybody that we've come across has just been uh, amazing and welcoming. And so, you know, as I think when I get older and I look back on this chapter of our life, this McCool Junction chapter, you know, however long that may be, remembering that experience for us, um, that experience that's that's still happening now. I mean, there's still people that, you know, you shake their hand, you say, it's nice to meet you, because, again, I am only seven, eight months in, but um, this whole experience of moving here has has been pretty special. Definitely sets you, sets a tone and everything like that. Yeah. How's your wife adjusting, I guess, to yeah. a small town? Yeah. I guess, you know. She's doing awesome. I think she really enjoys it. Um, so she, trying to think, is 
How far along? We have a, a child on the way in early July. Okay. So not only did she head out of Lincoln for the first time, like, you know, permanently, but um, she spent some of this time being pregnant. And <laughs> and I've been told that that's not always the most comfortable and pleasant time. Um, but she's loving it, you know. Good, um, good. Again, I know I feel like a just like this record on repeat, but it's just the people. It's the friends, you know, the people that um, go out of their way to make us feel loved and welcomed. Um, so, yeah, she is, as far as I know, I'm under the impression that um, this has been a very enjoyable time for her. I imagine the number of readily available babysitters is <laughs> drastically higher in this community yeah. than your community. That well, maybe, that's uh, a maybe You know what? Yeah. Like, I didn't think of that. I, I, she's staying at home now. She's a teacher too. Mm-hmm. So we're both, we're both educators, but when uh, this job became available, you know, we're sitting there going, we're not going to jam a square peg in a round hole. We have a three-year-old and, and so she she got to play mom this year full time, stayed at home, and um, but so we haven't needed babysitters as much. But um, yeah, I mean, there's if we ever did, I wouldn't be hesitant to I don't know, call up one. Imagine there's quite a few people that yeah, call up anybody and say, hey, can we drop rock off for a while? And, but yeah, no, it's it's going well. Uh, a dream vacation. Maybe one that you maybe you've already been on, or one that you've got planned for the future, or even a, oh, a fantasy yeah. one that you know Good if question. if ever one day. Good question. Well, see, this breaks my heart, but we're not much of like vacation people. We want to be. We never made it on a honeymoon. You know, we. I can't even tell you. I'm trying to think where I've been in my in my own life, but if we could, and we are always, you know, COVID kind of threw a wrench and. A number mm-hmm. of plans uh, for travel and whatnot, but I think if we could, we'd go somewhere warm with water. And whether that's out of the country, you know, I think anytime somebody says the word Jamaica or your perk up, like, you know, watch. But I mean, I I don't know. I maybe anywhere together would be just a a solid escape. And but it ha- I'm, it, I'll tell you now, it does have to be warm. Somewhere mm-hmm. warm will would be ideal. For sure, for sure. That kind of goes back to that winter remark. There you yeah. go. Um, money to be cold. <laughs> a favorite candy bar, something that's maybe you've got, you know, sneaked away in the drawer or something. Oh, I mean, always on a road Reese's trip. This guy, Reese's, yeah. Reese's pieces, Reese's. Oh no, I need like one. I need full, a full mouthful. Or like take a bite. The holiday special, like I'm a big holiday aid guy. Like I, I there's coming up. So yeah, yeah those are the yes. good ones. Yeah, for sure. That's the go-to. Uh, favorite county or local event? I mean, we talked about Evening with the Stars, sure. so we've already covered yeah. that one. But yeah. what's maybe something else that you've maybe, you know, went to over the last year, whether maybe one of the other community, mm-hmm. like, celebrations or, oh, man. or, I don't or even you know, if there's balloon days or uh, uh, Mustang Round. I don't know if you were here for Mustang Round, Mustang Roundup um, or yeah. if you missed that. Kind of what what's... I don't even know if I have an answer for that. Like, oh, man... Especially lately, because I mean, I hate to, I hate to say it, but you come back to just how much COVID shut down. That I'm like, what was the last thing? Did you get a chance to go to the fair? You know, last year uh, uh, we went to Lincoln, I guess. Lincoln you know, count- in I don't know if you there. went to the county fair, the York times. County Fair. If you we got did up there not. last fall, no, that was not a thing we got to experience, unfortunately. So hopefully this year, 
Um, I don't know. That might I might have to take a rain check on that. Yeah, so. to be determined. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Shoot you a text when I finally get the answer to that sometime. But it's evening with the stars, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, one for sure, and then yeah, 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 we'll figure out another one. Everything else kind of falls in line there. No, for sure. Perfect. Um, cool. So this last uh, segment here is what's making us happy. Kind of a fun little segment uh, with all the doom and gloom in the world. Nice. Yes, uh, just to kind of keep everything kind of positive. Uh, for me, uh, I just learned uh, today is March 29th. I just learned yesterday that the York. Public schools uh, added bowling uh, to the uh, list of uh, activities for York High School. And so that's, that's great for me. Uh, I'm an avid bowler. I love bowling. I'm a certified coach. Uh, oh, wow. I love, uh, yeah, I love the sport of bowling. We got to get so, you here. Yeah, and I know McCool has a, yeah. a program and a great, great players uh, and great uh, everything like that. And so, yeah, I'm, that's what's making me happy right now. Is, I love uh, it. The sport of bowling. Yes. Very good. And yourself? What about you? What's going on? What is making me happy? Um spring spring has hit yes there has been a change in many people's mindsets and demeanors what else again i'm a i i thoroughly enjoy um the nfl and and football and fancy football and everything that entails and as we get closer to the NFL, trade deadline yeah, and all that know, stuff trade yeah. deadline and just everything that that kind of you know goes with that um the Denver Broncos brought in a new quarterback, Russell Wilson. Danger so Russ. Yeah, have, that's right. Uh, we have hope again. It feels good. Like I'm still on that cloud nine experience. Um, the Chiefs have lost some good players. so And Tyreek Hill I'm has hoping, definitely I'm, fallen off yeah, the fantasy board, I feel I'm like. I'm hoping yeah. this is a, a sign of things to come, that maybe we have a chance now. I don't think we've – it's some just – embarrassing statistic. I don't think we beat the Chiefs in like the last three years. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's been just, a long time. I yeah. hate yeah. them so much. I don't know why they're so good, but. Well, and what is this? Is this your like eighth quarterback since Peyton? Like every yeah. year since yep. Peyton? Yep. Yeah. So hopefully that makes me really happy. Um, we have, uh, on a, on a little bit more like objectively good scale, uh, my wife and I are expecting uh, our second child in early July. That's so, exciting. Yes, congrats. Um, Archie is his name. And so we are looking forward to that. And Awesome. Well, thank you for your time today. Uh, over the last hour, just kind of sitting down with me, uh, chatting uh, about you and uh, your experience so far. Um, I also want to thank our uh, members once again. So Cornerstone Bank, uh, Nebraska Public Power District, York State Bank, Green Realty and Auction, Perennial, Power, Perennial Public Power District, Union Bank and Trust. Once again, all great members that help us uh, accomplish our mission down here at York County Development Corporation. So final thoughts. I'll let you kind of close up the, the show with any you know quote, uh, final words of wisdom. If, you, if there's anything you want to plug, any events or anything coming up, uh, I'll let you kind of close out the show with you know whatever you want to kind of share with the people. Oh, man. I was not prepared for this segment. I, I, I appreciate your time. I mean, this was, was highly enjoyable and very professional. Um, you're good at what you do. So thanks for coming thanks in you. and adjusting your schedule for, for me and, and everything I got going on. Um, I want people to, that are listening to know how much pride and, and love we have for our school, uh, for our community and the cool. Um, you know, we give everything we can to these kids. We trust that they're the future, um, how we form them and mold them. Is, is ultimately going to be what the future looks like and what it, what it holds. And so we don't take that responsibility lightly. 
Um, we love each and every one of them. Uh, they come through and they are our kids. And so we take a lot of pride in that. Um, and as we close out everything, you know, it's, it is a great day to be a Mustang. And I thoroughly believe that. Thank you very much. This is 17 County, a new podcast brought to you by the York County Development Corporation in Nebraska. For more information about life and opportunity in the heartland, visit yorkdevco.com. Come grow with us. And if you liked this episode, be sure to rate and review 17 County on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Thank you.